Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I totally don't know what that means, but I want it. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. What kind of a show are you guys putting on here today? Good afternoon and welcome. It is Bob and Jeff on KFH Radio. Bob out today. I have no idea what he's doing except everything. Bob's doing everything on Earth. On Earth? It seems like it. He won't even reply to my text except except tersely. Well, if he does reply, it's terse. You know he's busy. I know, but I'm not going to get into it because I don't know what terse means. So um, it means like abrupt, kind of firm. Well, probably. Were you not there yesterday? He had about 25 phone calls during the show yesterday. I, I never thought I'd say this. I want my dad back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to text him and get a reply that's somewhat friendly or just a reply at all. The guy was probably doing interviews till midnight last night. He's going to be out at Spangles at 2.30. What? They're starting a fundraising campaign at Spangles. That's so awesome. We have to go get our Western burger after the show. Well, I can get something. Was I there this morning already? Actually, it starts tomorrow. The fundraising campaign starts tomorrow, but they're doing a little kickoff event uh, this afternoon at the one at Kellogg and Broadway. I see. Yeah, Maybe. One out west, I grab, I grab sourdough, bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning every once in a while. It's one of my favorites. I haven't had Spangles in a long time. I don't know why, because their french fries are good, burgers are good. They let you order alcohol and then go and drive away with it, which, I mean, that's healthy. So... I'm all in with Spangles. It's a Wichita institution. The Stephen family. All of them. Happy days. Uh, big show today. What's going on? You wouldn't tell me anything. So not that that's any different from any other day, but. Uh, I usually tell you some stuff. Some stuff. Uh, particularly in hour number two. But we will uh, run down hour number one for you. At 225, we're going to talk to Jolti Lamerno, the general manager of the Wichita Thunder. We don't get uh, many Thunder updates anymore. I used to get texts from Jason Miles, Malsey, as they call him, their radio broadcaster. Hey, you want? can you get a player on? You want a player? You use, I mean, don't get that anymore. I don't know what's going on. Um, I know the Thunder haven't performed as well this season as they would have hoped, but we still want to get uh, some Thunder love. So we'll talk to Joel T. Lamerno at 225, at 245. Mike Furches, pop culture. Uh-oh. Our forte, our specialty. Oh, isn't it? Is pop culture. Absolutely. Have you watched the uh, American Nightmare show on Netflix? No, I saw it, but I haven't, because I've been watching Yellowstone. So I don't like to jump 
show to show. If I'm going to well, watch one, American I'll watch Night- it, and then I'll watch American Nightmare. After. You can take care of in an evening. Well, that's okay. I'll take care of it later on. Okay. Well, I'm just Is saying. Is it good? Of course it's good. What's it about? It's about a, uh, a woman and a man. They were a, an item. They still are. They're married now, but they were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. Uh, they got tied up, and the woman was kidnapped. And because there were some weird circumstances behind it and a lot of weird details... Uh, they ended up thinking first that the boyfriend killed her, uh, which wasn't true. And then when the woman returned, that uh, she and maybe he together planned it out. Oh. And uh, it was a hoax the whole time. But it's really a study on a lot of things, jumping to conclusions, the media, police, uh, human nature. I don't know. It's just uh, it's a riveting three-part series. Okay. And uh, I would recommend it. Fair enough. Because, you know, I don't watch much. Oh, I know. I know. But I watched that in one afternoon. Okay. Well, there you go. And uh, you can, too. Uh, at 3.20-ish, because it's a little bit of a longer interview, I had to record some interviews today because that's just how it goes. We will talk to the son of Jackie Robinson. David Robinson is his name. I will be looking forward to listening to that. It was outstanding. That's fantastic. And I, I honestly look, I'm looking forward to listening to that, even though you're on it. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, asked the question and got out of the way. Good thinking. That wasn't uh, my time to shine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, everyone appreciates that. But it's important not only because of the statue situation, uh, Jackie Robinson, and everything that's going on there. But it is also the 105-year anniversary of Jackie Robinson's birth. He was born 105 years ago today, January 31st, 1919. Oh, there you go. Long, and his wife long is still ago. alive. Really? How old is she? She's 101. No. Is that is. true? It is. Wow. Rachel uh, Robinson. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's crazy. And at 3.40, we'll be talking with Carl Erskine. Now, who in the world, Jason, is Carl Erskine? I don't know, but I got a funny feeling you're going to tell me. I am going to tell you. He was a member of the Brooklyn Dodgers between 1948 and 19, I believe, 59. Uh, So he played eight seasons with Jackie Robinson. That has to be interesting as well. He is 97. Man. And he lives in Indiana. I stopped short of asking if he was a Pacers fan. But I wanted to commiserate because we lost to the Celtics last night, and I hate the Celtics. Well, that's too bad. I hate the Celtics more than I hate any team. Uh, well, I feel Except I feel all the baseball you. teams well, that, that aren't Cleveland. That's just terrible. But my terrible talk. It is. Uh, but Carl Erskine, I will tease part of the interview, which is just absolutely insane. Um, because he threw a no-hitter at Ebbets Field. He threw two. And I can't remember specifically which one he was talking about. Uh, but he just, you know, casually mentioned, said Mays was at the plate, Robinson fielded it. And he's talking about freaking Willie Mays and Jackie Robinson. And this is something that happened to him. 
<laughs> right? And he just throws Maze hit it. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, he's an older gentleman. So take that into account. Um, still plenty sharp, but repeated himself a couple times, and that's okay. Just want to get everyone uh, prepared for that interview, which will take place at 340. So we have Jackie Robinson's son, who was just so great. I can't wait for people to hear that interview. And then Carl Erskine, uh, the 97-year-old former Brooklyn Dodger, who threw two no-hitters at Ebbets Field for crying out loud and played with Jackie Robinson, among many others. I mean, he's throwing out Duke Snyder. It's just amazing. Just guys. Just so, guys. Just guys that were there. Right? Just people. Literally, to, like, just people to him. Well, exactly. They were just other players. Other and guys us, I had to play against. And to us, it's uh, Willie Mays and Jackie Robinson. Like, the maybe the two most yeah, have mythical you heard of them? <laughs> figures. Them and Babe Ruth, the three just mythical baseball legends in the history of the game. Willie May is still alive also. Maybe we can get him on the show. You should give him a call. I mean, might as well. Why not? Well, I mean, why not? It's worth a shot. Well, of course it is. So yesterday, uh, in the morning, I think, the GoFundMe for, and I don't know if my dad would want me talking about this, but he's not here. But I think he's proud. I'm sure he is. The GoFundMe was sitting around two to three thousand dollars. That's about what it was when we went to uh, when we started the show yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something not not. It was twenty something, twenty seven hundred, I think, or something like that. I don't want to say not substantial. That's that's an it incorrect. Was it was great. Any amount of money uh, that people offer and that is raised by League Forty Two is extremely substantial. And if it didn't gain traction, I would have uh, encouraged my father to focus on the positive, the people who did donate, the people who did uh, take a, an interest in this story for whatever reason. But $137,489 is the total That's nuts. as of right now. And even yesterday when I was driving home, it was in the 20s. That's crazy. That's awesome. At 4 o'clock. I mean, it's gone up over 100000 And every time I think it's about to slow down or, hey, well, it didn't go up much that time I refreshed, then the next time it just shoots up. So I don't know what people are doing. People are helping out. Have you heard of the and actor? Great. Have you heard of the actor Christopher Guest? Christopher Guest. He was in Best in Show and some of those other things. I can't don't even, say. If I saw him, I might recognize maybe. him. But I can't say that I know who that is right And now. I have no idea if it was him or not, but there was a $1,000 donation, which is the highest anyone has donated from someone named Christopher Guest. You think, I think he might live in Brooklyn. Really? Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he lives, maybe not. Maybe he's from Brooklyn. I thought when I Googled him that something Brooklyn came up, but I might be uh, completely speaking out of turn. But someone named Christopher Guest donated $1,000. Well, there's a bunch of people from all over the place that have been donating, I'm sure. I know, but no one has donated more than 1000 Although if I had a name that was famous, if my name was like Tom Hanks, and you can't donate 10 bucks, Probably You can't not. go in there and say, I'm Tom Hanks, I donated... Well, yeah, you could. If your name is Tom Hanks, but you, you got to donate 1000 You would think he would probably be able to, to do 1000 You would think. 
I mean, Tom Hanks would. You would think. But just some guy named Tom Hanks, you have to donate a thousand. Well, no, you don't. Why not? Because why? Just because your name. Because your name is Tom Hanks. Because no, you donate what you can donate, and you you be thankful for what you get. But they list people's names on here, right? And you don't oh, want. Oh, I have no see, idea. See, here's a Bill Murphy. If it was Bill Murray, sure, you need more. You need to. You need to pay. Uh, but if it was a guy named Tom Hanks, just some guy off the street, sorry, you gotta you gotta step up. You're an idiot. <laughs> Why? That's ridiculous. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, of course you would. Um, Come I, on. No movement that I've seen on uh, the criminal proceedings or the criminal case against whoever is responsible for the theft of the statue. I was hoping, and maybe it will still come to be, that uh, an arrest would be made on Jackie Robinson's birthday, which I think would be completely appropriate, the poetic justice thing. But we'll see. Do you think these idiots that did this just thought, oh, we'll just go take it and we'll try to melt it down or we'll just go sell it. It will be no big deal. Did you think, like, in their minds, know. did they think that that's all it would be? Maybe. I doubt like, that. Did they, did they, like, I did not foresee all the national media attention that this has got. But how are they feeling the next day when they have it and all this is going on? I don't know. And scared the following days. Scared. Because it's only getting bigger. I mean, it will peak at some point, and maybe it already has. But maybe not. Right. Well, that's maybe true. it just keeps going and going and going and going. That's true. I doubt that anyone. I think it's fantastic. Everybody who's donated to League Forty Two, they can get the statue back, and you can help out those kids. So yes, with whatever's in there, it's going to go to a good cause. We know that, and it'll be used correctly. Yes, and don't think that uh, just because maybe the money raised for the statue uh, has been reached and maybe even exceeded at this point that, uh, and again, it's if you have. If you have the means, if you have the heart, we're not trying to put pressure on anybody. Uh, absolutely not to to donate. But if you are able and you want to, it's it like Jason said, it will be used correctly. It will go toward programs for kids, educationally, athletically, spiritually, mentally, physically, everything. Uh, so that's my pitch, I guess. Happy days, all good, all good, yeah. great. It's that's fan, like that's crazy. Well, like I said, we were at yesterday before the show. We were talking about it, and there was our I'm it was around two to twenty five hundred dollars in there, probably. Yeah, it's gone up a thousand just since we started the show, and they're at a, almost at one hundred and forty thousand dollars, which is going to help that program immensely. Yeah, I mean, not just for the Jackie statue, which is this is what it's about, but it's also about the kids in the program, the program, that uniforms, is, equipment. I mean, it's going to be. Not that it wasn't already a first-class organization, just by the way it was run um, and the people that it served. But, I mean, are they going to be decked out? Is it going to be a gold statue? I mean, like, good grief. I think they should do the exact same statue. I do, too. I, I, I was, I was I, joking. but I know you were, but I'd like, I hope it's the exact same. Because it is going un- to be the exact same. unfortunately, it won't be the same. No, but it's it, not going to be that one, but it'll be the same. But it's just, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's sad that it happened. But hopefully, you know, like a lot of, lot of times, out of something bad, can something good can come out. And I think that's what we're seeing right now with the community and how they're getting involved and everybody else. 
Well, it just goes to show you that way, way, way more people are good at heart than have evil or nefarious intentions. Absolutely correct, Jeff. Even the nefarious part? Yeah, I don't know what it meant, but I think I I got an idea. So I just wish you and your dad would use like normal words that I could follow easier. We're writers, though. We have to come out with these adjectives every now and then. Fair enough. I'll just, I'll just keep asking. doesn't bother me. Okay, well, nefarious means, you know, underhanded, evil, stuff like that. Well, thank you. I appreciate um, that. Wichita State plays tonight. KU and K-State played last night. I have to say I didn't watch either of them. Why? Pacers. Pacers. Let me down. They didn't let me down. But I'm starting to get – I'm starting to feel – what? As upset when they lose as I do when the Guardians lose. Really? Yes. And it's and it's more hampering because they don't play today. The Pacers don't play today. They play tomorrow, but I don't want to carry this around for a whole day. It's hard. Maybe being a basketball fan is even harder than being a baseball fan. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You picked it. You chose it. You deal with it. What Did you watch anything last night of note? Uh, last night. KUK State. I did not. Did I watch a little KU? I might have watched a little bit. Not much. They beat they beat them up pretty bad. Yeah, it was never so a game. That's probably why. I think I flipped it and then was like, no, no point. And then packed it in. So what was last night for you? Made dinner. I made dinner too. Oh. What'd you make? That's two nights in a row. I made Me one too. of those I made one of those dinnerly dinners. Oh, you did. It was a little pasta with Sausage and broccoli. It was oh. not, wasn't bad. Not bad. Yeah, not broccoli. Do you like broccoli? If you put enough cheese on it, I can. Yeah, it. if you cut it into small enough pieces, I'm okay with it. I yeah. can't eat those huge, really tiny leaves fine. of broccoli. Yeah, and I'm a and I'm a bottom guy. The stem. You know what For I'm saying? The stem. Yeah. Is in the treetop. Yeah, I don't like that. Fair, fair enough. Is that Tastes good? The same to me. It's all all the same to me. That's well, as far as I'm concerned. Just when you put cheese on it, then it just do you think like you're cheese. getting any healthy benefits from broccoli with cheese? Well, you're getting the broccoli. Yeah, but you're completely offsetting it. Although that's not a bad way to look at it. No, you're getting I'm just, you're getting something was, good with the broccoli. I'm back least. where I started. This is a net gain of zero. Yeah, maybe even you might even be up a little bit because normally you'd have like chips and cheese, right? So instead, now you're having broccoli and cheese. That's so you're, fair. You're gaining ground. Perhaps. Absolutely, you're gaining ground. I think that's, uh, that's a wise way to well, look at it. Well, definitely the best way to look at it. No question. All right, we're going to take a break right now. I'm glad we got through that segment because, I don't know, it's hard to talk for 20 minutes sometimes. Is it? Sometimes. I don't know. Especially when the thing you want to talk about takes like 13 minutes. Then what do you do? What do you mean, what do you do? It's hard it's to bring what up. we do all the time on But it's show. hard to bring up something and then just talk about it for a couple minutes instead, of, instead of delving into it. Is it? Yes. I don't think so. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk to Jolti Lamerno, the general manager of the Wichita Thunder. Please stay with us. Max Power, our producer and engineer, is taking us to break. Jason Dude is here. It's Bob and Jeff on KFH.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Let's go to the hotline and talk to the Wichita Thunder general manager. His name, and he's our friend. It's Joel T. Lamerno. Joel, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's going just fine. I mean, uh, other than the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, everything's great. Well, if the Chiefs in the Super Bowl uh, means things aren't going great, then things haven't been going great for you for a while. (laughs) Well, I was enjoying my uh, Facebook memories of two years ago today, pictures of the AFC Championship game. So I have that to, to look at at least. Yes, you do. So let's talk about the Thunder. I know the not the season you would have hoped for so far. Well, you know, we don't have to talk about it. We can talk about other things instead. Okay. How are the Phillies going to yeah. be? Uh, probably just as good. You know, didn't lose much. That is good. So there yeah. you go. Uh, Guardians, too. All right. So uh, how do you assess the Thunder season so far? Well, we got work to do. Um. You know, we've had we had some, some a, a good start, and uh, you know, ups and downs, but too many downs. Um, you know, just went on the road to South Carolina, lost uh, two games, and then lost in overtime. So, uh, you know, I thought we had turned a corner um, just prior to that road trip. We had a three-game homestand. We went two zero and one, scored sixteen goals. And then uh, in three games, and then in our next three games, scored a total of two goals. So, got to get more consistency. I mean, we're eight points out of a playoff spot, which already is too many for my liking. So, we've got to we've got to start putting together wins. I mean, in a streak, we've got to win three or four in a row, or four out of five, or six out of eight. It's just, uh, you know, February isn't probably a real important month because, you know, once you get through February, you know, there's a month left in the season. So you're going to know where you stand. So, you know, we've got a lot of offense. We've got five, six guys that can score that do score. Probably could uh, use a little help defensively and goaltending as well. It's been, uh, we've been on a goaltending rotation here. The uh, Sharks have, have four prospects. One has been here all year and their other three, they keep rotating through here every week so you know every weekend in goal we've got a different goaltender so probably missing that consistency but you know it's 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 time it's time to get going let's go we've got my six or seven in a row at home here uh one two where am i at one two three four four of our next five at home so uh let's go 
Well, you got four of your next five at home, Joel, but you also yeah. have Kansas City, who's that is thirty correct. and eight, and you got them three times this weekend. I was at, uh, I was at one of the Kansas City games two or three weeks ago. You guys lost four two, gave up two late goals. Um, my one question is: yeah. Has all the physicality in hockey gone? Because mm. I, you know. You know, Joel, and obviously I played for you for, for years. Yeah. And when you get down a goal or tied or things are kind of this and that, you send guys out there to go run guys through the wall, and I didn't see anything of that <sighs> that night. Is it just is it just gone? Yeah. Um, well, I am a uh, I am an old school hockey guy, which I have made that known many times. I mean, obviously, my first two years in Wichita was made with. Uh, very hard-hitting, fighting type of hockey. And, you know, Dennis Mercer and George LaForce, two former CHL linesmen who come to every game, they always make the same comment you made, you just made. I mean, is 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 it gone? I mean, gone, no, but is it, you know, hockey is a lot different than it used to be. Um, you know, uh, there's two fights in a game and you're ejected now. Um, ten fights in a season, you're suspended. Um you know, the Quebec Major Junior League did away with fighting this year. So you don't have those guys that are coming out of of, of the uh, of junior and college that play with the edge like you used to. Now, that being said, when it comes down to it, we have probably the hardest hitter in the league in Xavier Pouliot, number 81. I'm every night he's the glass rattler, and every night he lays someone out. And uh, we probably have the toughest guy in the league in Dylan Boucher. Um, we just don't get to use it as much. Um I feel like the next few games might uh, bring a little bit more of that with Kansas City, um, with Garrett Klotz, and then uh, Fort Wayne signed a guy. You maybe have seen the stories about Daniel Amesbury, who bills himself as the toughest guy in minor league hockey. He got suspended from the FPHL, and uh, Fort Wayne signed him last week. So that's our next two five opponents, are Kansas City and, and Fort Wayne. So, yeah, like to see some uh, some of that on a, on a on a on a on a daily basis. Talking with Joel T. Lamerno, the general manager of the Wichita Thunder. So what does that mean for the future of the game? Well, like you said, when juniors are coming out of uh, that level, having maybe never fought, uh, and, you know, fighting is a big part of the game. It's not the only part of the game. If you take that out or regulate it as much as it has been, what does that mean for the future of the game? And what does that mean for the type of player that will succeed in the game? Well, the, the, the hockey world of hockey is doing just fine. Um, you know, from an attendance standpoint, I don't think, uh, you know, the, the newer fan is raised on hockey without that kind of, uh, you know, extreme physicality that, that myself and Jason were raised on. So, you know, they are kind of used to it, but the old school fan, uh, you know, is, 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 is looking forward to that. And I'll tell you, it's, I've been saying this for years. I mean, um, you know, you used to, you know, the word goon, but you used to always want to look and have a couple of goons on your team for lack of a better word. And, you know, as I said, you know, you, you can't fight in college and in junior, you know, the Quebec major junior league is no, no more fighting. And then the OHL and the Western hockey league are, I, I think they have the same rules. us with like 10 fights and you're suspended. Jason, you might know that. Is that is that a fact? That I'm not sure, Joel, when it comes to the uh, WHL and yeah. the OHL, but I could probably so, see it going that way. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everything these days is about player safety, concussions, um, you know, head injuries, CTE, and uh, that's something workers' comp. All that stuff factors in now, and that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't as big of a thing. So, 
those are factors that come into hockey and, uh, you know, helmet rules. I mean, you can't take your helmet off to fight or it's an additional penalty now as well. So, yeah, like it or not, uh, that's kind of the way hockey is going. Um, it's still a physical sport. It's, uh, for, if anything, the, 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 the hockey, the level of hockey here that, that we play is so much faster than, than it was, you know, even 10 years ago when we were winning our championships. Now then we had an older team and uh, probably a little more overall talent just because of the guys were older and more experienced, um, but probably weren't nearly as quick of a team as, as, as they all are now. And you've got to be prepared for that every night. Um, you know, you talk about Kansas city. I mean, that's a team that uh, has really benefited from their affiliation this year with, you know, eight, nine, 10 contracted players on their roster. And that, that is, the reason while while they have gone from not very good and missing the playoffs the last several years to where they are right now. So, you know, there's some good things about our affiliation and there's there's always good things, bad things about affiliations. But, you know, if you if you get the right one in the right season where they've got a lot of prospects, uh, you're going to benefit greatly. You know, just going back to uh, three years ago when we, we, we had Toronto for that one year and the COVID year and they need a place to put all their good players and we worked that out. So that was great. So um, that's just another aspect that will really help you if you get a lot of players from your affiliate. Now, San Jose has had more injuries. I mean, and it's not a stated fact, but you know, we do have access to the numbers and they're one of the most injured teams in, in hockey. And when that happens, there's no players to come down. So uh, right now we have a, a D man and a forward and a goalie. And uh, that's it. We have another forward who is going to be out for the season with an injury and going to have surgery next week. So, you know, if, if we had a few more of those guys, that'd be great. But, you know, you never know what your season's going to look like well, in, until you until you get there and see what the injuries and the, the prospect situation looks like. What is what is your uh, status with San Jose? You, is it a year-to-year thing? Um, is it going well when it comes to this fact of communication? Uh, I know it's tough. It'll be tough on Ramery. You never know who's going to get called up, who's going to get sent down, who you have to play, who you can't play in that situation. Well, you never know. And that's a, give you an example. We were in South Carolina last weekend. And, uh, you know, uh, on Monday afternoon, I had to turn in our, 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 our manifest for the, for the airline. And uh, Tuesday morning, one of our players got called up, you know, um, and, and I had to, you know, pay for an extra you know, a flight change for, for one of our tickets. So, um, yeah, it, it is tough, but, you know, from an affiliation standpoint, last year we kind of got a really late start with San Jose. Um, you know, keep in mind that there's 28, potentially 30 teams in our league this year. There's 32 NHL teams. So, you know, you know the, the, the affiliates aren't growing on trees, um, but we, we kind of fell into the San Jose thing a couple of years ago, or excuse me, at the end, right before the season last year. And then, uh, we 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 re-up this year, and um, they've been real good with Rammer. Um, I mean, Rammer was invited up to both their rookie camp and their AHL camp. Um, he talks to their coach um, John McCarthy every day, and uh, has some contact with Joe Will. Um, you know, unfortunately, San Jose, the Sharks, and the Barracuda are um, at the bottom of the standings as well. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on up there right now as well. Um, but the big thing for us is that we've been getting a different goalie every, every weekend, not this weekend because they've got some injuries in the goaltender area now as well. So, but the, it's good. It's a one-year deal. 
um, you know, if everything goes well, uh, or, you know, we're all happy, then you, 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 you know, you, you re up next year, but you know, all those things kind of come to fruition at the end of the season. Joel, you're talking about plane flights. Um, mm-hmm. I, I never got a plane flight while I was there. <laughs> well, what's, what, what's mm-hmm. changing here? You, didn't, you had no problem throwing us on a bus for 22 hours to drive yeah. up to Canada. <laughs> what did you go? You guys went to Brampton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Way back then. Well, part of that was because we owned our own buses back then, and uh, thankfully these days we do not. Yeah, so, I bet. Um, <laughs> so we had a trip this year, which was really, when it really worked out great, was um, we flew to Utah, Idaho and then bussed from Idaho to Utah, which is three hours, and then flew back from Utah, so cut our two flights into one, and it was uh, very cost-advantageous to us. Um, and then again, South Carolina, you know, we oh, we fly to Indy. Excuse me. We fly to Idaho and we fly to Utah. Um, this year was just a wild card where we had a we have a trip to South Carolina. So um, cheaper. I mean, even with a thirteen thousand dollar flight, it's twenty grand on a bus. So when you don't own your bus, the cost is a lot more. Now next year, Tahoe, um, Lake Tahoe is going to be in our division. So that'll be another flight as well. Um, so well, if you need me to go on that one, if you need me to go on that one, I can uh, I, I can go just to. Uh, Maybe uh, help out a little coach. bit. Yeah, yeah. guest assistant coach e- with Rammer. Exactly. He may never see Let's me know. for the three days we're out there, but if he needs me, <laughs> he can call. Thing. That may never have happened before in, in, in the state of Nevada. <laughs> uh, Joe T. Yeah. Lamerno, our guest, Thunder general manager. So fan support, where is it at? How, uh, wh- how do you think it could get better if you want it to? I assume you probably always do want it to get better. So uh, where are you at with that? So our, uh, we can always do better. Everyone always can. Um, but we are actually having our best season ever in that regard. And over the summer, had our biggest summer ever of season tickets. So uh, we had over 250. Well, I don't want to give the dollar amount because I and I was confusing the dollar amount with the number of new season tickets. But we we had a very good off season for season tickets. And um, we're having some really good success this year. I'm actually just pulling up a little sheet that I that I keep handy um, as soon as it opens up here. Um, we have had our the two days before Christmas was our fourth biggest ever gate. Um, our night before Thanksgiving game, which we had a two dollar beers and a, and, a, and a concert after game with a Logan Mize, was our fifteenth fifteenth biggest ever. Um, just going back to last season, four, five, six, seven, eight of our top 15 crowds ever uh, have been since last year and this year. So we've had some real big nights. Um, we're going to have a real good game on Friday. Um, and then next weekend, we've got Bluey, who, whether you know him or not, you might know him. You know Bluey, Jeff? No. He's probably the most popular character cartoon out there he's australian uh we're bringing him in next week for the first time how do you bring in a cartoon character well the company that owns the rights to him i.e marvel or disney or nintendo for example they have the costumes the the, for example the paw patrol costumes that we you know we get we bring those those characters in okay so i love it the bluey yeah so they send us the the official bluey costume and uh and, and someone to wear it and uh uh, it's going to be one of our biggest ticket games ever just from the bluey interest itself. And then, uh, Dante Hall from the chiefs coming in two weeks after that. And then, uh, Mark chases are packed the house night, which I anticipate being 
uh, one of our top five crowds ever. So, um, you know, it's, I, I hate to say it as a huge hockey fan, but the hockey is important, but the, you know, for the families and the, the moms and people looking for something fun to do, people are looking for more than a hockey game. And it's, uh, it's as much about the hockey now to the fans as it is to, uh, you know, to the entertainment and the characters you bring in and, uh, the intermission contests and, you know, we've had live bands this year at the game and DJs on the concourse and you've got to keep that stuff fresh. And, uh, then when you get them in there, you got to give them a good show on the ice too. So that's where the winning comes in. I want I, people come in and man, we got a big crowd and you lose four to one or three to nothing. It's no fun. But when you win five, four in overtime, and there's a couple fights, which we had a couple of those games already this year, uh, it makes people want to come back. So we were always looking for the, the right combination to get people in and get them coming back again. All right, Joel T., before we let you go, need the Super Bowl prediction. How do you see it playing uh, out? Well, I've been wrong all along. Um, you know, obviously not a big Chiefs fan because just of the Bengals rivalry and uh you know, I was Lions, 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 all playoffs, go Lions, go Lions, to the point that when I picked up my two-year-old from daycare yesterday, I said, I said, remember, who are we rooting for? Who what, Who do we like? We say, go. And she always used to say Bengals. She said, go Lions. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, but then I asked her yesterday, I was like, and, I, and I, don't, I don't give her the reason to say it. I say the Chiefs first because someday she says the second team is who she wants. So I've been saying, who do you want, Chiefs or Niners, or Niners or Chiefs? And she keeps falling on the Niners, so – you know, do look. I want the Niners to win. Do I think they're going to win? I think they've got a better chance to beat the Chiefs than um, than the Lions would have had. But uh, uh, McCaffrey's going to run wild against the Chiefs defense. We'll go with that. And um, twenty-seven, seventeen Niners. Wow. How about that? I don't know. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to get beat by ten. I don't know if the Chiefs can get beat by ten. In That's the postseason, but 100 percent true, man. We They're shall see. Squad. There's no secret. It's a good team. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. Stay in touch. Yeah. Glad, uh, glad that they the statue thing is working out. Uh, you know, obviously a rough situation. I texted my brother on Saturday and about something completely unrelated. He says, "That's great. Now go find that statue." Yeah, we so, all need to go find that statue. That, well, well or at least found, find the know, find but, the people who did the thing. But yeah, I get well, you. I have a, sold a I sold a group to a bunch of police officers that are coming to the game on Thursday, and I asked them. I said, I asked me, said, "Oh, it's it's coming soon. Don't worry." All right. Well, thank goodness. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks, right. Joel T. All right, guys. God bless. See you. Yep. Coming soon. Don't worry. Oh, oh, I can't wait for that day. I'm gonna be excited. But also, everyone's waiting. I'll also be sad and angry. So uh, guess roller it, coaster of emotions. Always that and it we will just be. Never know what's coming. Okay. Uh, Mike Furches is with us to talk pop culture. Mike, yeah, you can have the floor on the Jackie Robinson statue situation. Well, Take it away. I, well, I, I want to know the top donation. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave us hanging. Twenty five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. It's just it's it's it's. It's the only bright spot that we seem to have as of late is that people are coming through. Absolutely. And, uh, I think that's a yeah. huge bright spot when people step yeah. up and help their own community, whether it's uh, through the Jackie Robinson statue or any other number of, uh, of good causes, which there are yeah. all around you. And not certainly asking you just to pay attention to Jackie Robinson or the situation there, but it is certainly good to see people helping their community. Go ahead, Mike. 
Well, it's just my my thoughts on the situation. I mean, both of us were there freezing to death on Saturday morning. Yes. And uh, and I stuck around. <laughs> there were about three people that came up and said, "I listen to you on the show, and I really enjoy you." And you know, that's always good to hear compliments of that nature. But uh, it's 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 a uh, how can I say this? I really I think you know this, and I know your dad knows that. I really respect your dad. And I'm really? That, oh yeah, and I'm okay. honored that he. I, I respect the both of you. Well, thanks. And I'm honored that you, I'm honored that you. I mean, I'm honored that that we're called friends and dudas in that category as well. Uh, but we we did the thing on Saturday, and of course a lot of the footage has come from there. I've got phone calls from the BBC, or not? Not from the. I got phone calls from people in London, and I've got phone calls from all over the United States and uh, text messages that said, "Hey, we saw you on TV." Crazy. Because we were there, and they use a lot of the footage from that, and it's it, it's it wears on me because it wears. I know it wears on your dad. We've got good news coming, but I, your dad, he's got a better spirit than I do, because I I want total absolute vengeance. Uh, I, I want to see whoever it is that did this to pay the ultimate extreme price. Now I understand your dad and others that want to know why. I want to know why as well. I know what I hope is just stupidity. I hope it's not an issue of racism. But Same. the more we look at it, the more we wonder. But uh, it's 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 devastating. But it is it is good to see people literally from all over the world. Uh, I mean, when people have contacted me, I've, I've said to them, "Have you contributed yet?" Because <laughs> uh, I know I know that you have. I know that I have, and I know that others have. And you know, I know we got somebody that's donating the amount of money that they have, and. And I'm always of the opinion every dollar counts. Dollars makes fives, fives, tens, and every dollar. Years ago, someone, a college student, donated $12 to my ministry, and I don't know why it was 12, but it was 12. And, you know, I was kind of flipping at first, but then I thought, man, 12 bucks to a college student is a lot of money. But every dollar makes a difference, and I hope it exceeds the goal so much. And the reason is, I told your dad Saturday, my late wife was an educator for 39 years, and she was so excited when she heard about the educational center opening up with League 42, and she had planned to volunteer. And I told Bob this, you know, she's she's not able to do that, but I am. And so I've, I'm going to go meet with Bob and, and whoever I need to meet with to volunteer for the educational component in regards to tutoring and stuff. So uh, it, it's a it's a black eye on the community, but the, the way the community is standing up is taking that black eye, it's dealing with it. And uh, what a great man in today's, you know, today's Jackie's birthday would have been his birthday. You've got the guests lined up or whoever lined them up that got them lined up. Oh, it was me. I'm anxious to get, I'm anxious to get off the air and listen. <laughs> you know? Matt, uh, I've got a question I, for you, Mike. Go ahead. I don't know how much insight you have into law enforcement, but I'm, I'm trying not to ask my dad many questions. In fact, I, I haven't asked him hardly any. So. When when the police chief comes out and says, oh, we're going to make several arrests and, uh, you know, your time is coming up. Do you think that means they know who they're looking for? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, what do you think's going on? I think they know who it is. I think they have good evidence as to who it is, but they have to build the case. They want a conviction. Knowing who it is without a conviction really doesn't mean a whole lot. I've worked a lot with the police dealing with the homeless in the way that I have. Plus, I've not always been the best of guys. I'm glad I'm not who I used to be. At least I try not to be. But I, I think that I think that they know who it is, uh, but they have to build the case to get a guilty conviction. That's my thought. I could be wrong, but I've watched all the press conferences. I've heard the chief talk. 
and uh, and I, I heard him make a correction on Saturday. I mean, he did, he didn't make a correction, but someone said something. Uh, it might have been your dad that said something. You know, if we ever do, and he said, "Oh, oh, we we we," you know, if you remember, he made a correction that gave hope that, that there's things that's in the in the running, and uh, they have the truck. <laughs> they have the truck, and they know who owned the truck. This is true. If they if they have the truck, they they know who's involved. Well, they spoke oh, to the so owner, too. which is like, okay, well, what next? They have to build the case. They yep. have. To, you and I have both watched enough of these TV shows that Law and Order or CSI or whatever it might be. That uh, there's our pop culture plug that <laughs> uh, that we know that they have to build the case to get a conviction, and I think that's what they're doing is they're trying to just get the conviction. Wouldn't wouldn't that so, guy just skip town though? I would, yeah. but I would never do something so stupid. I mean, it's it's got to be, you know, that true. Uh, is it a TMZ or True TV? They do the world's dumbest criminals, right? This, this crime's going to be on the world's dumbest criminals. I mean, <laughs> there's security cameras all over the place, and we saw some pretty decent security footage. At first, I thought, well, this isn't great, but they've touched it up or got other cameras or something, and. Uh, so that they and, and now they have the truck, so you know I don't know if they're looking for DNA or what they're looking for, uh, but yeah, it's it's been on everybody's mind and and I, I I pray for the day that that the police call that press conference to announce who it is and who's been arrested. So, Me too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, we were when we were over there yesterday. There was a gentleman who called from Jacksonville just wanting to donate. I mean, it's. It's good, and Jeff mentioned this earlier in the show, just all the people, how much good there is, but unfortunately we always just hear the bad. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, isn't it sad? And I don't know if it's because of social media or what it is, but it seems as if everything is the focus is on the bad. And it's, I mean, it's, it's got me to a place of depression. I'm, if it's not knocking down Taylor Swift or the Chiefs or, the, the, you know, they cheated or, Patrick Mahomes and Jason Kelsey were messing with the kicker. I mean, everything is negative to the conspiracy theories, and I'm ready for some good. And the best thing that the best possible good that can happen to me right now, and I think to the city of Wichita, is that to make that arrest as soon as they have the evidence to do to make the conviction. I'm with you, um, Mike. Um, no. So since this is a pop culture segment, and Jason and I are very limited in our pop culture scope, huh? Uh, what do you have? Do you have you seen any movies? Have you picked up any new shows? Are there yeah. any thoughts on uh, anything within the entertainment realm? Well, what I would say is I went to go see uh, Poor Things the other night, and it's nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, Best Actress, and so forth. And uh, it was one of the most horrible movies I've seen in I don't know how long. Uh, Poor Things, uh, Ruffalo is in there, and I mean, there's a number of other people that are nominated, and the best comparison that I have, I have, have the cough button ready or the snow, whatever you call that button. Mike, the you can't com- say that word. You offended my wife the other day. <laughs> By using the word <laughs> to describe the movie. But that's, I'm, I'm not the one that came up with the word for the description of the movie. Someone else did, and I think it's the best description I've heard. Is It's kind of patterned after Frankenstein, but it's not, it's more of Franken, which is an actual movie. It's more of like a Frankenhooker than a Frankenstein. It's, is that a real movie? Better. Yes, it's nominated for a ton of Academy Awards, and it has more gratuitous sex in it for no reason of any movie I've seen, and I don't know how long, and I couldn't stand it. 
So it's nominated for a bunch of awards. All those shows are planned. And I will say this in a rare form. I pray to dear God Almighty that that movie doesn't win hardly any Academy Awards because it's just it's repulsive. To me, it was repulsive. Mm. Okay, so, I got to. Wife's a lovely lady. I don't want to offend her anymore. <laughs> I I got to ask you because well, a okay, few weeks ahead. ago when we were on here, I asked. I was wondering if you were going to watch that show I mentioned. Fool me once. Yeah. What'd you think? And what, and what did I tell you, Joe? I'm on episode five yeah. of the series. It's it's really good. I mean, it's it's a definitely a British style film. It's it, you're, you were correct. It's not a comedy of any main of any way. I like the mystery component, and I'm still thinking about okay, what's going on. I can tell you. I know, but I don't want you to tell me. No, I won't. It's too good. So I've, <laughs> I've, I've watched five episodes so far. I told you I'd watch them, and I started watching them that night, and life's been so hectic. I've not finished the series yet. Uh, I'm going back and trying to finish uh, Yellowstone right now. I've not finished what, that. Where are you I'm at? That's what I'm watching right now. I'm on epi- I'm on season five, episode six, almost done. I'm on, I'm on the last season, episode three. Okay, so I got you by a couple episodes. It's good. Yeah, once really I good. once I got into it, that's all I've been watching the last few weeks. Yeah, I, I was at the I was at the pet store the other day looking for some stuff for my puppy, my wife, and I for a puppy. You know, there's a whole segment at Petco for Yellowstone dog toys. <laughs> Not nice. surprising. All right, Mike. Anything else before we uh, cut you loose? Nope. I'm look, I'm I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of the show and hearing the interviews. Yeah, those uh, interviews are quite good, especially the one with uh, David Robinson, Jackie Sun. Just such a insightful, and you know, it's unbelievable. So I hope it lives up to the hype. I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. Well, kudos on getting it, and you guys have a great day and a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Mike. See you, Mike. You're welcome. Bye. Woo! That was hour number one. It went by so fast. It did, right? It did. I guess we'll do another one. We will. I mean, basically. Well, part of one. Yeah. Other stuff's in the can. In the can. But that doesn't make it any less uh, listenable. No, I think there's probably quite a few people that would really like to hear from uh, David Robinson for sure. Yes, our number two will include some brief conversation with Jason and me. And then uh, an interview with the son of Jackie Robinson, David Robinson, about 3.20. And uh, so we can keep the time straight. Uh, 3.40, we'll do the interview with uh, Carl Erskine, who is a longtime Brooklyn Dodger, played his entire 12-year career with the Brooklyn Dodgers, and was a teammate for eight of those years with Jackie Robinson. All right, stay with us. Hour number two coming up. Bob and Jeff, KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.